back once again for the episode before our one-year anniversary. Is that even a thing? Is that is that something people say? Is that an anniversary people celebrate the week before your one-year anniversary? So it's next week. Next next Thursday after oh that's right after the, the drunken oh, shenanigans boy. at Target Field the that's two dollar domestics at Cowboy that's Jacks. gonna be a, a day yeah that ne- we've said it before we'll say it again this week next week's episode is what they call in the business must listen I think the beer is gonna be flowing like the salmon of what is it Capistrana is that, <laughs> is that the phrase like the what I don't remember what it is I, someone fact check it for us but anyways um yeah. We just finished Top Chef. We'll talk about it later. Um, we have been furiously trying to plan a new trip today because uh, we found out, unfortunately, that it seems very unlikely that the Euro trip that has been a year in the making, essentially since this podcast started. Oh, two years. Yeah, is is not is not going to be happening. The uh, most prepared we've ever been for probably anything in our life. Just, we had Airbnbs booked, flights booked. Uh, we had an Excel spreadsheet saying what time we were leaving for my everything. My mom even bought me one of those like converters where like you put the thing in the in the outlet, and it's like for different countries. Like, oh, really? Yeah, we were really, really. Yeah, so we yeah. were prepared. So that we found out that that isn't happening. So honestly, anyone out there that has any suggestions of how we should use up our Airbnb credits, please let us know because we have a lot of them. <laughs> We we have a lot of them that got to get used by the first of the year. Yeah, kind of a cuck by uh, Airbnb to give us one more year when the pandemic is raging. Raging on. And the other issue, too, is, you know, uh, there's five of us that contributed to said credits. So, you know, to be fair, unless we're paying people out, the five of us are going to have to agree on a time, place, date, all that jazz. So uh, I'm just going to say this. There's a lot worse things that we could be complaining about. This is the definition of first world problems. I mean, to be honest, we could, yeah, we could just, other people are in a worse situation where they're not going anywhere. Yeah, we're going to go somewhere cool. So at least we're going to go somewhere. True. True. And plus, after last year where we didn't go anywhere, I went to Wisconsin twice. Yeah, last year, well, I, so I did go to Boston and Hilton Head last year. But so that was but that was like you were even pushing it at the end of the year. Yeah, for I, was, I, was, I was kind of a bad boy. I was breaking yeah. the rules. Probably shouldn't have been traveling. But I will say... For Boston, so well, we're just kind of riffing here. Um, I have a question for you. Do you think that the COVID vaccination passport is going to be a thing and become a thing? Um, no, not in this country. I think it's too, you know, against Marats. So that's why I'm asking because there are obviously people out there that are saying, well, how are you going to restrict? Like if people don't want to get vaccinated, how are you going to restrict them from going to certain events? First of all, I'm going to say they should be allowed to do whatever they want. Like if if, if a sports team or a country decides like, oh, hey. Oh, yeah, they're, pu- they're a private company. They can do whatever the fuck they want. If, and so, you know, if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. We're not forcing anyone to get vaccinated. We're not the vaccination police. But you can't be pissy and moan to everyone if you don't get to be included in people that's that's the thing people it's free country well yeah it is free country you don't have to get your vaccine but company x also doesn't have to serve you or let you in it's It's just it's it's a free country it's it's exactly the country baby it's the whole thing over and over where you got to wear a mask and people decide not to wear a mask and then will that company can say okay then you can't come in our store like you don't don't have to wear a mask we're not forcing you to wear a mask you just can't come in right and so regardless i i would i would honestly be for it as someone who has gotten vaccinated or the first dose of the yeah, vaccine. Yeah, congratulations. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling great. How, how do you feel being uh, microchipped? 
Oh, it's terrible. I, yeah. I've, I've, I've noticed like a little buzzing in my yeah, ears. Like, I don't know what it ass. is. Yep. No, in all seriousness, um, for anyone on the fence about it, I mean, granted, I haven't had the second shot yet. That's that's still to come. But yeah, you're seventy two percent protected. Right. Whatever. That yep. that first shot I took. Um, you know, the only thing I had was a little bit of pain in my arm, not anything unbearable, not anything terrible. Um, and I was in and out. I made an appointment at Cub, was in right on time, filled out my paperwork. She gave me the shot. And then the doctor just said, hey, you just got to wait here for 15 minutes. We got EpiPens. We got all this stuff just to make sure you don't, you know, have any allergic reactions to the vaccination, which is smart because I didn't really think about that. And at the same time, one of the things they ask you on the questionnaire, have you ever had like an adverse reaction to um, a vaccination before? I'm like, not that I know of, like, you know, when's the last time, you know, you remember getting like a specific you know, vaccination? I actually shot. talked to my grandma on the phone today and she told me she remembered when she got the polio vaccine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And now she's getting her COVID vaccine. So she is getting it. She already got her first dose. Yeah. So life is a flat circle. I will say a friend of the pod, John L, otherwise known as Bud, um, he, he, we don't say last names on the pod. We'll Just cut the last that. initials. We'll cut that. Um, yeah, Megan Rook. He he, um, he said he, so. He lives in Canada now. He's a healthcare worker. Healthcare worker. Canada is rolling it out slow as hell. Oh yeah, so I have the inside scoop on Canada. They're making. Please do because listen they're to, making zero progress. Listen to this. So I have my entire family is in law enforcement in Canada. They haven't gotten shit, and now we're all you know twenty nine year olds getting our first dose. This is great. So in Canada. Justin Trudeau, who's the prime minister, you know, had a little icy relationship with former President Trump. And when when it was time for Canada to sign up for where they wanted to buy their vaccines from, he either could have bought them from the U.S. of A. or he bought them from over. He could buy them from overseas. He chose to buy them from overseas because he thought that if Trump got reelected, Trump would get the doses and say, "Fuck you, we're going to give all of our doses to the Americans first, and then we'll give them to you." So he took a little bit of a of a in, risk got in him, his defense probably a reasonable can't, can't blame him right yeah so he took a risk bought the overseas version they're even slower producing them so they have literally gotten my grandma's 84 and she just got her first one like within the last two days. weeks two weeks okay yep yeah so he so john's beloved is uh in the education realm that is her occupation and that is like tier 1.1 like here yeah not there. She has not gotten it yet. I I don't know what they're doing up there. So I mean, I I'd say I only of our core group of say twenty friends. I would say I only know one person that doesn't have a, even an appointment. Does that? Oh no, E and W did get his. No, E and W has gotten E and W. Unfortunately, <laughs> had to get his at TCO, and then like the roof ripped off in that storm the other day. Ooh, oh, so, so he he's going to, he's it. going to U.S. Bank on Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, at least he's getting it. Scotch um, Egg is the only one who I have not confirmed with has gotten an appointment. Scotch Egg confirmed anti-vaxer. Anti-vaxer? anti-vaxer? Question mark? No, we're we're kidding. We don't want to slander Scotch Egg. Um, we've kind of rambled on long enough about COVID and COVID passports and. Canadian American relations, which we know nothing about. So let's just hit the music and then get into the episode. Hey, I have a Canadian passport, so I'm good. Hey.
whoops, I hit record a little bit early, so we're just going to go with it. Um, hopping right back in. So the, the reason I asked about the COVID, you know, vaccine passport is because I also want to make sure I am prepared in the event that I well, need it to travel. If we're being honest, though, all they have to do is check your social media. Because theoretically, you've posted about it, right? That can be your passport. Believe it or not, I did not post about it. You know what? It. And honestly, good on Tommy B. T- guest Tommy, like multiple guests, Tommy B. He goes, he texts us the other day and he goes, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even know I got it back in February. You know what? God bless you, Tommy B. We didn't need to know you got it, but you told us thank you. You didn't need to fucking post it all exactly. over your social media. And a certain friend of the pod, I'm not going to say names or... What does it rhyme with? I'm not going to say what it rhymes <laughs> with, um, but... Even their post said, did you really get the vaccine if you didn't post about it? And I was like, ooh, this is exactly what we were talking about. I, I know who, what it rhymes with. Yeah, so so I did not I did not post a picture or a video or anything. To be honest, I was just like glad to have it done. And so... If, it probably feels good to get that little card, right? Fill that yeah, out. You yeah, you got your little card and they've already... You know, you, you know once you get your first shot, you know when the second appointment is and you're getting the second dose. It's, you know, I am pumped for it. It's pretty crazy that a year ago... It's, it, I, I use the word remarkable and it, pretty, it really is that... It's in a year we ha- as of tomorrow you and I will both be vaccinated. I did not think that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't think that would be a thing. Yeah, it's it's and I'm thankful for it and like, you know, I I've seen a couple articles that said like they're actually making progress on like HIV and cancer yeah, they're, and different they're cross- diseases because yep. of what they did with the COVID vaccine. So I think it's pretty cool. I mean, like, it's amazing to think of the technology we have right now compared, you know, you're talking about your grandma getting the polio vaccine. I mean, that was... Yeah, she told me, uh, you know, this would have been, Jesus, in the 20s or 30s. You know, they rolled into her little town in Canada and it was, like, you know, giving you this polio vaccine. <laughs> and they're like, what the hell is this? I, I will say it is pretty interesting. I did see um, a tweet that got retweeted the other day and it said during the, you know, like, influenza pandemic back in like the 1920s they said it was an old-time photo black and white oh, was it the haircut one yeah yeah i saw that the barbers yeah. moved their chairs outside and people were outside socially distanced wearing masks it, we honestly, just don't it was like one of those, it reminded me of one of those old-timey photos you take it like the fair yeah like it, it looked like now we they, just don't learn our lesson yeah it's uh, literally life time is a flat circle we're just like uh, every hundred years all right we just got to move our barbers outside and put masks on where we all we're and, good and you know honestly i am thankful that hey people need their haircuts man. Yeah. yeah i am thankful that we got our vaccination and i am thankful that you know we can hopefully return a little bit back to normalcy sometime soon but at the same time it pains me to look at other countries that just nipped it right in the bud right away. Looking at you, New Zealand. Yeah, like New Zealand concerts. is having full-on yeah. raves, concerts. Honestly, if I'm New Zealand, I just build a wall around it. Like, yeah, we're not letting anybody in. Yeah, I mean, and to be honest, like, okay, so here's a hypothetical for you. I'm actually curious to hear what you had to say. So let's say we time travel back to March 2020. Yeah. So right when the COVID outbreak is happening, would you have followed... And went with like a strict, strict lockdown. I'm talking about no one in the United States travels. You only st- leave legitimately for like uh, essentials. You how leave long, for groceries. How long are we talking? I'm saying probably three months. So you would have had to go from, you know, 
it happened, we'll say late March or April. So April, May, June, you essentially, because let's be honest, we knew there was a lockdown, but we were not just leaving the house for essentials. I mean, but that that first month and a half, we really didn't do much, though. This is true. We did just pretty much leave for food, booze, and walks. Because, well, there's nowhere else to go. Right. Yeah. But that said... Yeah, if I you would have told me, let's just we'll call it March, April, May, so those three months, if you would have said... Like Until, strict, lock, I'm talking like people on the streets making sure if you're going somewhere, you're like going to where you need to go. Yeah, like, I mean, I, at the time I would have said fuck no, but to be honest, we did that for like two months where we just didn't leave. So looking back at it now, I would have been like, yeah, absolutely. If that would have eradicated all this shit, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do and it. And think about it, we had like everything open. I mean, that's what New Zealand did. Yeah, and China, you know, that's what China did. And they're all fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, that's enough COVID talk for this week. China. We just got done watching Top Chef, and speaking of COVID, you know, as much as I love Top Chef and I enjoy, you know, the show, it's one of my, it's, it is my favorite reality show. Well, that's a lie. My favorite reality show has to be Big Brother, but Top Chef is like a big very, brother, a very, very close second, and the COVID season is not doing it for me so far. It's oh, it's. One of the worst seasons I've seen. They I, don't. They don't have. I know we're only two episodes in, but they don't have like any of the specialty guest judges, which is not a surprise because you know you can't have you can't have like these people who haven't been quarantining or whatnot. You know, just kind of zipping in and out of episodes and competitions. But they have like this random panel of former contestants judging, and only two of them are really worth a damn. The rest are pretty i would say kwame is too i'd say three so but like amar three Amari of the six or seven are not worth a damn and they just who is it, that who is that woman on there today that we didn't even barely remember who oh she god was? i can't remember I, exactly i can't remember her name so um don't get me wrong i love top chef i love that i'm getting to watch it live i mean i love cooking i love watching cooking i love learning about cooking but i just this season has not been the greatest. So for those of you that have just started watching this season, um, I want you to know that moving forward when COVID is no longer a thing, it'll probably be better. It'll, I mean, at least I hope it will be better because this season just hasn't been the most exciting. Um, on top of that, I'm officially to the part in Peaky Blinders where I am no longer remembering what happened in the past. I had watched you know, the first x amount of seasons and i remembered things that were happening i'm officially to the point now where i don't know what's coming forward and i don't know what's happening and i am really getting hooked it is getting more intense so and more I'm, intense do we, we said we we're going to be done with talking about covid but i just have one more question for you about that i was scrolling through twitter quick um okay. if you had to define 2020 covid as like one thing that you remember the most about it, what would you remember uh like honestly, I'm I'm not kidding you. Tiger King might be it. So I mean, how about this? How about this? We'll do a little foreshadowing. So we have to say what would we define COVID as? Well, we should do that the, the, because we're also going to do that concept through the course of the episode. Yeah. Through the course of the episode, let's go and think about it in the back of your mind. We'll say the three things. Well, that, we'll just do number one right now. I think it's Tiger King. Tiger King was definitely up yeah. there. That was a wild. That was like right when the pandemic first started. Everyone was freaking out about Tiger King. I mean, do you remember when we all went upstairs and watched like that Joel McHale special? How bad that horrible. was. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Trash television. Anyways, well, speaking of television, uh, so I just said I was watching Peaky Blinders. Have you guys made any more progress on Last Chance You or is no, E&W still MIA? E&W barely lives at our house anymore. So at this point, how? what is the etiquette? 
This is more of a question. Than I, I will say, and you know, this is where he's going to push back a little bit. He'll be like, hey, man, you want to bump out an episode of Last Chance You? It's like 1130. I'm like, bro, I got to go Absolutely. to bed. Absolutely not. Well, I will say last night. Uh, so Megan is working very hard for the pod claps for the restaurant that is opening in just a few short weeks. But last night she was working until like almost 10 o'clock and I'm getting old cause I was about ready for bed. She's like, are you sure you can't watch an episode? And I was like, all right, I can watch an episode. Uh, I was dragging ass. So I don't what? Oh, all chirp, chirp, chirp from the cheap seats. Interesting. Anyways, I do not, I do not blame you for not wanting to watch the episode at eleven. Yeah, every time you want us to watch it, it's super late. I'm like, brother, I gotta go to bed. Yeah, it is past my bedtime. So, uh, if you're not watching Last Chance, you, what, what was the TV show Falcon Winter Soldier? Yeah, that's what I'm watching right now. It's, How is a it? new one comes out today? If you're listening on Friday, oh, it's excellent. I love it. So is it based off one of the movies or is it kind of totally separate from everything? No, it's all of the stuff that's coming out now is after Endgame. So it's, you know, it's the world after Endgame. So do you yeah. think moving forward, and again, we've talked about this before, I'm not the most educated when it comes to the Marvel Universe. Um, so Endgame happened. They now have these TV shows. Are they going to build the next movie or movies off what happens in the TV shows? Or are they kind of keeping the TV no, universe? It's all one universe, baby. So it they're all yep. hooked. So like WandaVision, that that will pour into the new Doctor Strange movie. So yes. if if you're a fan of the Marvel movies, you need to be watching the TV shows as and well. And to be honest, the TV shows are, have so much money poured into them that they, they remind you of like little movies. They're really good. So that so they're making it worth they're oh, making absolutely. it worth it. Well, in Falcon Winter Soldier is only six episodes. They're like fifty minutes each. The credits are like seven minutes long. So they're like 42, 42 minute episodes. They're great. You can fly through them. Interesting. So, I, I watch them twice usually. So oh, you'll watch them twice. Yeah, yeah. So Top Chef for for both of us. I'm watching Peaky Blinders. You're watching Last Chance You hardly. Yep. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, I, do you know of any big TV shows coming out that like are making headlines that are supposed to be coming to because you know normally we'll get sometimes we'll get headlines like hey this show's coming out soon sometimes we won't like i had no idea last chance you basketball was happening until it just showed up on my netflix feed one day like they didn't promote it or advertise it at all it's tough with covid because you don't know what like for instance i know succession is filming right now but like i don't know when that's actually going to come out i know yellowstone is going to come out this june like the new season of Yellowstone, but like oh, I, I just don't know if you know stuff got stopped. Like great, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. It's one of my shows I watch during the week. That they usually do like an 18 episode season. They're only going to do like 10 because they just couldn't film enough. They had to keep stopping. Grey's Anatomy is still going. Season 17. Interesting. I've yeah. never seen an episode in my life. To oh, it's be great. Have you ever seen Scrubs? No. So I've heard good things about Scrubs. I think Scrubs is more like the humor, the dramedy route. Where is Grey's Anatomy just straight drama? Uh, you know, they have the quippy quips stuff. here and yeah. there. So yeah, I'm not aware of any TV shows coming out. I mean, to be honest, we're still pounding away at Shameless. I'm, so, I mean, I still have two seasons of Peaky Blinders left, and that's that's new seasons. Luckily, out. we have an, I have enough TV show banked. Excuse me, that uh, I don't really need to pick up anything new. I can just go back to the list. Well, that's good. That's good for you. I wish I had the same situation. I will say, I can't wait to go see Godzilla vs King Kong in theaters next week. Really? Yeah, pretty pumped about it. I so I 
is this a second movie in a, a series? Third. Third movie? There was a standalone Godzilla and there was a standalone King Kong. Now they're fighting each other. All I know is back in middle school, I went to King Kong with Robbie S. of Minnetonka. It actually was supposed to be like a double date type of situation. We mixed up the movie time, so it was just Robbie and I that went, and we both fell asleep during the movie. So I'm pretty sure that movie was like three and a half hours. Yeah, my my track. I I, th- I want to say Jack Black. Was Jack in Black it. is in it. Yeah, yeah. My my track record. Different with- world. That's a different King Kong. Different. This is like the new and improved King Kong. Okay. Yeah. So the CGI has obviously. Oh, improved. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Well, you'll have to you'll have to re- review it next week if you can get the words out and you're competent enough. Um, what are you listening to? Do you have anything notable that you've been listening? Do you want me to start? Do you no, want to go? I actually got some. You um, actually have some this week. Yeah, I got a couple. This uh, is a pleasant surprise. So at the cabin, at the little cabin weekend we had last week, which so we'll have to recap. Someone after the music. grabbed the sticks and they played a song called "Nobody to Love" by Alex Newell. Okay. And they played a song called Alive by Lil John Offset and 2 Chains, both absolute bangers. What's it called? Alive. Alive? Yeah. You've probably heard it. Probably. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, that's all I think I really have. Okay. Yeah. So, I can I'm more of like a two to three song type of week guy. Yeah. Fair. Fair. So, I... Well, first of all, one of our probably favorite songs of all time um, has been in the rotation as of late. Don't stop me now. Good call, but no. It's Send Me On My Way by oh Rustin Root. That, that was the unofficial theme song of our... Spanish 201. Our, our uh, sophomore year Spanish teacher. So Bruce Campbell. On, Bruce top, on top of that, I found a remixed kind of like acoustic version. It's still called Send Me On My Way, but it's by a band called Guy Meets Girl. Never heard of them in my life, but it's like an acoustic version, and it's like just as good. Not you, as good as the original. You think when Rusted Root plays their concerts, they they start with "Semi on My Way" and then they do a double encore "Semi on My Way"? Honestly, if I if I were going to a Rusted Root concert, I and I did not like the opening band, I legitimately would probably have several drinks for free at my own apartment yeah. so that I only showed up for "Semi on My Way." Yeah, and then I would send myself on my way yeah, back. So, home. so that is that has been in the rotation. Uh, "Island in the Sun" by Weezer, mm. great throwback. Um, that's one of my, you know, top songs. But by the way, before I get into my next one, did you ever listen to that uh, "Word on the Streets" by Key Glock? Yeah, I did. Kind of a banger. Kind of a good song. Kind of a good song. And then the last thing I have is, you know, sometimes I just get in moods, um, and it could be the weirdest thing that sets it off. Like for example, last Friday I was watching music videos, having a few uh, walking sodas, cocktails, and um, there was a daft punk song that played in it in the song i can't remember which one it is off the top of my head has julian casablanca's in it who is the lead singer of the strokes and so this whole week i've been listening to the strokes i mean probably my biggest regret about this podcast is that i did not include the strokes in my top 15 artists list and it's because i was so new to them when we did that we might have to revisit that we have to because i'm not even kidding i think the strokes would firmly be in my top 10 right now. I know they're a band from like the early 2000s. They came out a while ago. They made music a while ago. They're still making music. They just won a Grammy, but the Strokes are one of my... I mean, right now, if I had to make a bucket list of concerts I want to go to, the Strokes would absolutely be number one on my list. Other than Galantis, of course. Correct. But since we already have tickets to Galantis, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of saying yes. Also, why do you think... 
Red Rocks and Galantis just keep pushing the concert back by a year every time because I got tickets. Not like not like later twenty twenty one. So here's the example: last last year in March, so literally right before the pandemic. Like I'm talking weeks before the pandemic. For Megan's birthday, I got us um, Tame Impala tickets mm-hmm. because the concert was playing her birthday weekend. We both like Tame Impala. I was like, this is the perfect gift. They obviously canceled the concert, but instead of rescheduling, bless you, instead of rescheduling for like mid-July, which is when the concert was supposed to happen last year, mm-hmm. they pushed it out till October of this upcoming year. So 2021. 2021. So doesn't that make more sense? Just like push it out like 15 months and like, I don't know. That's all I'm wondering because now Galantis is now yet another full year away. Like how many people do you think at this point, two years later are still going to want to go? Either that, I mean, your life's going to change a lot or you're just going to say, maybe you got married. Maybe you had a kid. Maybe you're like scotch egg and you forgot. You don't even know where your tickets are. Maybe you're scotch egg and you're anti-vaxxer. Yeah. The, Okay, we got to stop saying that. And Otherwise, you people aren't are allowed gonna, in. <laughs> we got to stop saying that. People are going to contact the Scotch Egg about, about that. But um, yeah, it's just curious. So um, the Strokes, if who I've been listening to. So that is our entertainment recap. Um, I did kind of promise the people last week that you were going to give us a quick recap of how the both weekend and Shania T- Twain oh, yeah. night went. So the floor is yours. Man, I feel like a woman played about 35 times. Naturally. Obviously. Um, we almost burnt the house down twice, like legitimately almost Please burnt share. the house down. Uh, we, uh, friend of the pod, Ryan H, uh, was cooking bacon on, uh, the grill and there was a little bit of a grease fire on the grill. And I'm not kidding you. It was billowing smoke. Like I thought the siding was going to start burning off. The so house. are we talking about a grill that has grates? Yeah, but it was tinfoil on top. Okay, I was gonna say if you're cooking bacon straight on top the, of it with nothing underneath, no, yeah, that's the, I mean that's recipe. The tinfoil was completely charred. Like we all kind of looked at each other, and we just didn't really know what to do. I thought it was hilarious, but it, it was kind of like the nervous laughter. Um, uh, but yeah, it just could, it was, could you imagine? I'm surprised the fire department didn't get called. Could you about, imagine you? if you Airbnb or verboed your house and someone burnt it? I mean, that's had to have happened before, right? Oh, absolutely, had to have happened. I mean, there was I think there were 16 of us in this house, and we all just kind of like, Haha, when's this fire gonna go out? <laughs> so if it was a house of yeah. 16, yep. were there people shacking up on like air mattresses and this couches? This was the most strange house I've ever stepped foot in. I'm not kidding you. This house might have had 45 rooms. Really? Was just, it big? Was it a mansion? No, it's like it was like a house from the seventies, and but it was like it was nice, and it was it, it was a cool layout. But like there were probably three hundred doors in this house. Jeez, like everywhere you go, it was just a door, door. You had to walk through the door to another door to another door. It was very strange, very strange indeed. Yeah. So, uh, other than almost burning the house down, yep. the the onesie theme. Oh, hit was, miss. Yeah, it was great. Would and you recommend? You know, I'll tell you what. Gay people can cook. That's for sure. Can cook. Oh my god, yeah. Who I did most thre- of the cooking? We did shifts, so we did, uh, four of us did breakfast, four of us did lunch, or four of us did dinner, four of us did lunch, and four of us did dinner. So it was great. It was well run. Three of the best meals I've had in the last year. It was fantastic. What was on the menu? Oh, we did, uh, we did chicken tacos the first night. This, the then we, What did we do the other night? Oh, we did uh, this pasta with this vodka sauce that was, oh my God, a chef's kiss. And what did we do for lunch? I don't remember. Something something delicious. I obviously. did see you guys had like a breakfast charcuterie. Oh, the breakfast for... was a breakfast charcuterie board, and it was all Easter themed. Oh, it's great. 
So then did the festivities turn into Sunday festivities or was that a recovery day? Oh, no. We didn't go to bed till 5 a.m. So, uh, we, so Sunday was... Yeah, Sunday I slept for four hours. I will say I do believe I texted you about something on Sunday. Don't remember what it was about and at what time. But I knew that uh, Saturday and into Saturday night, Sunday morning must have been an absolute marathon because I hadn't heard from you. I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't blame him. I think he's probably... Yeah, I was uh, dead at DOA when I got DOA. home. DOA? Yeah. Well, that was a big yawn. I apologize. It does sound like you had a blast. Uh, one thing I will say, uh, I went to a liquor store on Saturday run by the city of Fridley. The liquor store line was the longest line I've ever been in. And someone commented because it was Easter the next day. I would assume liquor stores, even though it's Sunday, they're closed on Easter, right? I can confirm that liquor stores are were open on Easter Sunday. Oh, they were. Because I stopped there. Because people thought they were closed. It was the most busy I've ever seen a liquor store other than when I went before COVID. When when co- people were stocking up for COVID. It was fucking packed. I, I waited in line for 15 minutes. I will say. I will say. Um, we also went to a liquor store in Fridley. And uh, I did not expect it to be open on Easter, but that's when we ended up going to uh, Easter morning. And I agree that you would have thought that they'd be closed. And I was walking over to the liquor store. I'm like, you know, I really don't think this is going to be open, but I'll try it anyways. And sure enough, degenerates like myself. Did you myself, go to one right by the CVS? Um, it was like in a strip mall next to a cub. Dude, that, we went to the same one. Right across the street from the Home Depot? Yeah. Did, well. they, did they have like the roped off oh, checkout line where you yes. had to like wrap around? Okay, oh, so my God. We went to the... It's on the corner. Yes, the absolutely. So we happened to go to the same that's one. That's wild. Yeah, absolutely wild. But yes, that's where I was. And then I was charged with getting Prosecco for Easter brunch. I had to get Kim Crawford wine. Didn't I didn't even know she made wine. Yeah, and I was just staring at the shelf like... Megan, I need to call you because I don't know what to get here. You know, I walked in and, you know, there's the guy working the aisle and he's like, you know, do you need anything? I'm like, yeah, I'm just looking for this wine. Like, yeah, no, do you just have Kim Crawford wine? He's like, oh, yeah, it's right here. Pointed to it. Literally the last bottle. It was flying off the shelves. That that guy has been asked yeah. that 10 to 15 times. The Real Housewives of Fridley were all over that. Kim I will Crawford say when wine. I was in that liquor store, a gentleman walked in with a Troy Palomalu jersey and he must have been renouncing or denouncing. I don't know what the correct phrase is, but he must have been, you know, given up on the Pittsburgh Steelers because uh, he told the uh, cashier, they must have been buds, you know, he must be a frequent customer, uh, that he was getting rid of all the Steelers gear. So uh, any Pittsburgh Steelers fans listening to the podcast. What would have poss- in the last year would have possibly made someone hate the Steelers? Maybe that Ben Roethlisberger is coming back again. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, but regardless, uh, he said he was giving away all the Steelers gear. So we ended up going to the same liquor store just, you know, 48 hours. No, 24 hours, 48 hours. Yeah, 24. Not 24 even 24. hours apart. Wild. Anyways, uh, so that is your entertainment and booze update. Um, I guess what music we've been listening to, it also includes Shania Twain, because when are we not listening to Shania Twain? Uh, go for basketball update. Um, not great. Not great. We have the, in the transfer portal. We have the most players in the Big Ten that have entered the transfer portal. We have eight. I think we're up to eight. Is that correct? Eight. And uh, Ray Thompson, who transferred from Indiana, decided to go back to Indiana. So I would say that we have now lost on, out on him twice. Ray Thompson transferred from Indiana to Indiana. Good for him. Uh, so the Gopher basketball team is still trying to fill out their roster, which, like I said, uh, we enjoyed Gopher basketball last year for, oh, 
Speaking of go for basketball, I have sad news to report. Did the grandparents give the tickets up? My grandparents surrendered the tickets. The fucking center court, beautiful seats, could not be more perfect. I'm so sad. I cannot believe they gave them up. Granted, it's because my grandpa is getting to the point where he can no longer really move, so it doesn't make sense for him to go to games because... Richard Pitino finally got him out of there, didn't he? Yeah, and well, here's here's kind of the preposterous thing. So, from this standpoint, I understand where they're coming from. Basically, the U of M athletic department said, if you want to keep your tickets, you need to pay the full price, and this was last year. So during the COVID season when there weren't going to be fans, they said, you need to pay the full price and we'll credit your account. How does that make any sense whatsoever? How does it make sense to say, pay this year while people are in a pandemic, while people are losing their jobs, while people are struggling, while people are trying to make Oh, so they're saying we need you to pay for 2021 and we'll use it for 2022? Yeah, they'll credit it. Like, why would you not just say... Need that money up front, baby preposterous gotta pay that Richard Pacino buyout preposterous so well all I can say is I understand why they got rid of them and you know I think other than going to go for football games and Vikings football games go for basketball is probably my favorite sporting event to attend in the city I'll say this man when the barns rock and there's nothing else like it when the barns are rocking don't come a knocking so uh, unfortunately I am now going to have to buy probably overpriced tickets because i have a feeling moving forward you know tickets are going to be at a premium well not necessarily because we got tickets to the twins game on this upcoming thursday for regular i will say i don't even remember where the seats are they're not bad we got tickets way easier than i thought we were going to correct and i will say though when i looked hmm. so if you want to go to a twins game just go on their website it was pretty easy that's where we got it on the website if you do want to go to a Twins game, though, your best bet is to go one of these weekdays here yeah, while they're playing their for early For people games. that don't know, in cold weather cities, they play games during the day uh, in April because it's warmer. Yeah, so if you do want to go to a game and soon, I would suggest getting tickets to a day game because I was looking at your usual Friday night, Saturday afternoon games because there's nothing better than getting oh, off oh. work on a Friday and going to a game or Saturday afternoon. That's your plans for the day. Those tickets sold out immediately, obviously. So if you want to go to a game, I would highly recommend getting tickets for one of these day games coming up because at some point, at some point we get to the season when it gets warmer out, like you said, and they no longer do day games unless it's Thursday, pretty much. Thursday is the only or the day. weekend. Thursday is the only day during the week they'll do day games. Plus, you would hope soon too that once summer rolls around, maybe they bump up to like twenty thousand fans. That'd be that'd be nice. Especially as people start to get more vaccinated, you yeah. would think they would open it more. But did you, ha- did you happen to see the uh, Texas Rangers game the other day with a full ass stadium? Disgusting. That was wild. And. The biggest complaint I have is, you know, I saw so I saw something tweeted out. So I think the capacity at the what is it, baseball stadium at Arlington or some it looks like a barn, that's all I know. So I I saw something that said Rangers fans attendance for opening day, like forty two thousand fans. COVID deaths in Texas since March 2020, like 45,000 fans. So essentially, everyone that has died from COVID in the state of Texas could have fit in that stadium. Like, it is 
almost embarrassing that they were willing to do that. And on top of that, there are people in the reply saying, well, if you don't like it, don't go. You know, if it bothers you, stay home. Like, listen, dumbass. That's, such That's not how it works. That's not how it works. Everything we've learned about the coronavirus is that, you know, you could have it without knowing and you can pass it pretty easily. And just because someone wants to go to the game doesn't mean they're going to go to the game and then quarantine for two weeks. They're gonna, if you're going to go to a Texas Rangers game, first of all, God forbid, because the Rangers suck ass. They're terrible. I don't know. They're, people just want to go to go to outside. But you're going to a game. That person is not going to quarantine. They were just a bunch of, around, around a bunch of random people. No one was wearing a mask. It's just infuriating. I'm glad the Twins are doing it the way they are, personally. Yeah, and it, and it makes sense, you know. And to be honest, too, would I've like if I'm fully vaccinated, would I like to go to a baseball game? Yeah, absolutely. But going to a game with forty two thousand people, it would almost be more embarrassing to like post about it because people would be like, "Okay, well, this dude's obviously an idiot." And I'm not even, you know, if I once I get fully vaccinated, I would probably feel comfortable going to a full stadium. Because I know that I personally... Well, yeah, and at that point, too, like, once you're fully vaccinated and you've waited the whatever two-week period where, like, it was kicked in, like, there's nothing else you can really do. Like, this is what it's going to be for the rest of your life. Like, you've got it. But at the same time, like, there's people packing the stadium and, you know, how many of those people are vaccinated? They didn't require them to show anything. Maybe 10%. I saw people walking through the stadium and sitting in their seats. Their masks were not on. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just that that had. To, I bet you of the forty-two thousand people there, maybe five thousand to ten thousand were fully shit, fully vaccinated. Maybe five thousand. Infuriating. So, thank God we're not the Texas Rangers. Speaking of the Minnesota Twins, uh, we're off to a really good start. I mean, we're four and two. Are we five and two now? We won today. Does that mean five and two? Did we please, go two and one, two and one? Please one and hold. All? I'm going to bring it up just. I think to we're five. Four. I think we're five and two. We're either we, four and two or five and two. We went two and one, two and one, one nil. Let's see the twin. Your Minnesota Twins are five and two. So and we've only lost two games, and they're both with the shitty innings. rule and extra innings because of the shitty rule. Yeah, with the runner on second. So, you know, I know we're seven games into a 162 game season, but everyone is predicting that the Twins are going to be good this year. Uh, to be honest, we've looked really good. And the, the most encouraging thing for me too is is the two spots that you're kind of were unsure about were. Third base with Donaldson because he got hurt literally on his first at bat. But Arias is a starter, everyday starter, anyways, and he's been playing great. And left field where we got rid of Rosario, but that garlic dude has actually been playing pretty well. He mashed, mashed a pitch today he, that was like feet away from him. He was um he was like a, a waiver pickup. Really? Yeah, and we have Rooker too, who's been who was who's who was pretty good last year before I got hurt, and they're just warming the seat for Kirilov. So I'm, I mean, we're just gonna we'll, we'll eventually bring him up, but. Then we have, we have Jake Cave, too. So we have like a three-man platoon in right. left field. And I, I mean, I'm very pleasantly ha- surprised with how we've been playing so far. Well, and right now, Buxton looks like a legitimate MVP candidate. Well, he has, ne- what, four home runs already? N- Nelly's hitting like 470 right now. Like, this is great, man. So needless to say, um, I don't need to expose where I live, but it is fairly close to Target Field. So... For anyone out there listening that wants to go to Twins games this summer and go, like, enjoy good baseball, good weather, uh, overpriced beer, oh God. good times. I was talking to a friend the other day. Going to a Twins game, 
get you get the three dollar domestics at Cowboy Jacks, and then you get the fourteen dollar domestics at Target Field. So you you load up you load up on the domestics at yep. Cowboys, and you get maybe one. Or, well, you know what you else? You just gotta contain the buzz. You know what else you gotta load up on at Cowboys? Those wings. The five dollar bucket yep. of wings. So, anyways, anyone who wants to join for a Twins game, just. I Send us a message because we're for in. next Thursday. It's gonna be fantastic. I mean, I plan. I plan to go to. I put. Wow, what a catch! I, sorry, I'm watching a game over here, and it was an unbelievable catch, diving catch in center field. Um. Anyways, uh, I plan to go to more Twins games this upcoming year than I've gone to in the last like two, three years combined. I we mean, we got to make up for last year. The fact that I can walk there in ten seconds, ten seconds, ten minutes is. Like something I'm very interested in, so I would love to go to more games this year. The Twins are going to be good, especially if it's a nice day, man. The weather's going to be nice, and not only that, you don't have to pay for an Uber because you can just walk. The, it's it'll be brilliant. So uh, the Twins were very very excited about. Needless to say, I'm pretty pumped, man. Feel the fever. I mean, like I said, the only two games we lost were extra inning games. We hate that fucking rule. The start the guy starting We've on complained second, about it since the guy long. starting on second base fucking sucks. And the only and the guys that have blown the, the uh games have been our two kind of closer guys, but they're they're new to the team. You know, it takes the guys a little bit to get going, whatever, they'll be right. fine. I'm I'm very happy with where we're at right now. I think you know the White Sox are gonna be good, especially if fucking beer gut Lance Lynn is throwing complete <laughs> games. But hold on, I think Pippa has something to say. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Didn't say anything. Did um, you apologize for shitting all over your floor today? Yeah, there's there's a poop incident. Not by me, by the dog earlier today. But well, your gonna, dog shits all over the floor. My cat pukes all over the floor. So we're on a roll. Yeah. We're on a roll. Um, that is your twins update. Timberwolves. No one cares. I saw they gave up 141 points yesterday. Nice defense. Pod, cla- pod claps for the defense. Did you see what Anthony Edwards said? I did not. And one of the more preposterous quotes I've ever heard. He said. That the reason they lost is because the other team was missing players and they underestimated them. Yikes! That's 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 spin zone city. Yeah, that is the ultimate. That spin is zone. an all timer right there. So uh, Timberwolves still suck. Stinky. Um, speaking of sucking, Jeff Gladney, Jeff Sadney sucks as a human. That sucks, man. Total scumbag. We used a first round pick on him last year. Well, and that's some and that's something you just cannot blame Spielman for. Who knew he would be a scumbag? You did all the background checks. I'm sure everything checked out. And it, it's just unfortunate. You 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 know you wasted a first round pick on a guy who actually had a pretty good year, but you know he's a shitty human. Who, who you you didn't know you checked so, him out. I'm yeah. Sure. So for those of you that don't know, basically Jeff Gladney felony domestic assault of his girlfriend or partner or whatever she was. Um, so needless to say, he will be off the team next year. It doesn't matter if he's convicted or not. I don't see a situation where he is on the team. It makes the draft interesting because now I think I th- Patrick Sertan's back in play. I think you legitimately need to consider a defensive back at I think, fourteen. I think JC Horn's back in play too. And I guess in a weird way, it gives us a little bit more flex. I mean, put it this way: at this point, I don't see us trading back. Well, and the other thing too is, it, you know, we took Gladney last year, and he was, you know, it was end of the first round. We traded back actually to get him. The only three cornerbacks I think we would take are Farley, Fairly. Farley Fairley. From Virginia Tech. From Virginia Tech. Uh, Patrick Sutain Jr. from Alabama or J.C. Horn from South Carolina. And yeah. that's actually Joe Horn's son. Joe Horn's son. The old Saints receiver. Yeah. But And those three are those three are day one starting cornerbacks. Like, you're not going to be disappointed. So, to be honest, if we take some guy like that, I'm not going to be sad about it. Last year, you know, was that uh, the dude from LSU who, you know, who was 
first round, second round guy, Gladney, first round, second round guy. It was kind of like, yeah, they'll, they'll jump in. These are like day one starters. Right. So, like I said, I don't see us trading back because now you have a need at offensive line. You have a need at defensive line. To a degree, you kind of have a need at corner. Maybe not for this year, but we only signed Mackenzie Alexander and, and Pat Patrick Pete, Peterson yeah. to one-year deals. So, at some point, you're kicking the can down the road. I mean, so. to be honest, I I don't hate this idea of if Patrick Peterson has a good year, moves us to safety, and then you draft, say, Sertain, and then for the next five to ten years, your cornerbacks are Dantzler and Sertain. Yeah. so I kind of like it. You have, you have an O-line option. You have a D-line option. You even have a a cornerback option if the right one is there. So I have seen mock draft. I mean, put it this way. There's going to be a, a minimum of four quarterbacks drafted before the Vikings pick. Maybe five. Oh, well, Mac Jones is for sure going now. So that, that that's going to be five before us. I would assume the big three receivers are going to go before us as well. So that's eight picks before we pick at 14. So we'll say the five quarterbacks, the three receivers are gone. Two positions, we don't have a quote-unquote need for right now so then you best case scenario is one of those quarterbacks falls to us and a team like the bears or a team in the 20s are like okay this is the last quarterback we need to trade up and get him and we like get like a bunch of absolute halls yep because mac jones will go zach wilson will go trevor lawrence will go they will all go before us a hundred times out of a hundred trey lance will go then it's trey lance or justin field so if one of those guys falls like somehow falls to where we are you you listen to every offer and you get like four first round picks right yeah so um we're in a good spot in terms of we're going to fill a position of need i'm i'm curious like personally i hope we don't draft cornerback because i think offensive and defensive line are much bigger needs at this point but you know if a corner is there that we really like you also have to remember who our head coach is so right so Anyways, I'm sure we'll do more draft preview coming. I mean, the draft's got to be what, like two, three weeks? I think it's end of April, right? Yeah, so, so we got yeah. like two, three weeks. So maybe. Oh, maybe, that's a nice little nugget coming up soon. So I'm, so maybe what we'll do is we'll either. We'll tie, probably have Matt Matt N or Dan Dan M. Or, talk about the Packers. Yeah, pa- talk about the Pack. Well, what we should do is we, we should, probably have Jake Dion talk about the Bears. I think we could. Should we have Tommy cra- Beyond to talk about offensive linemen? Uh, call me crazy. We could possibly do an episode that is, you know, a regular episode and then another episode, which is like a draft special. That's what we did last year. I don't hate that idea at all. I mean, to be honest, too, we'll probably broadcast live during the draft because that's a Thursday. True. And what we could do before Vikes and after Vikes. I like that idea. So we'll have draft talk coming up. Um, Like I said, the options are kind of endless at the moment. I think that's what put butts in the seats right there. That does put yeah. asses in the seat. All right, number. What's your number two thing about COVID that you're never going to forget? That I'm the, never define going to find COVID. Our number one, not necessarily in order, but our number one thing was, or the first thing that came to mind was Tiger King. Well, for me, the next thing is going to be. For me, the next thing is going to be Sunday dinners, because more, for, more or less, Megan and I had a trial run of living together what living together would be like during COVID because, Mm -hmm. you know, we would have, she would come over like on Friday night. We'd hang out Friday, Saturday, all day Sunday. She'd leave Monday morning. So we got a, we got a taste of what it would like to be like to live together. And every Sunday we'd find a new recipe. The weather was nice. We'd go grill out 
and like that became a tradition yep. Sunday dinners. So that's probably number two for me. For me, it's I have never legitimately before in my life gone on a walk just to, just for exercise. I I've gone on more walks in the past year than I've gone on my entire life combined. It, literally, it's something that if you have a couple friends, and you just want it's a really nice day. I mean, we've like I said, we've done it almost every day for a year straight. I never thought it was something I would do to break up my day, but if you or even throw the headphones in, just do that walk around the lakes. I mean, I going on walks every day at noon with with Michelle F and Dan M was like one of the peak things of COVID. Walks were an honorable yeah. mention for me because I did. Oh, we would even guys. go on walks on Sunday nights too. with, yep. the, with the dog and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we would. We would. So that was an honorable mention. Um, and then are we going right into number three? Yeah, fuck it. We'll do number three. Number three for me has to be Quiplash and Jackbox games. Oh, we, we crushed. Or just games in we general. We crushed the... Oh, Secret Hitler. Secret Hitler. Yep. Like, when we when we first went into quarantine, we're like, all right, we got to stock up on the board games. I went home and grabbed, like, all of our board games that my parents yes, had. Yes, you did. Yeah. We were just like, we got to stock up on the board games. Like, this is what we're going to have to do for fun. Like, this... We can't go anywhere. So, immediately, I thought of board games. And, like, I have... 15 different jackbox games because the, we wanted to play them you know for the weeks on and we we're in quarantine and i i think it was well worth the worth every yeah. investment uh to be honest i think an honorable mention too would be digging up the old xbox 360 you know a little coach doug's little coach, coach Lou, Lou. i mean playing that we had nothing else to do other than play that like there was nothing to do and our team was damn good oh, here, the hawaii on. rainbow warriors hold on we got a call one second What's up? Hey, um, are you home yet? No, I'm, I'm live on the podcast. Oh, what's up, what's up? What do you need? I will ask you later off the podcast. However, I just watched Magic Mike. No plot. Great dancing. How, so, for those who don't know, uh, a bunch of gay dudes rented out one of the private theaters, and they all went to Magic Mike together. How was it? I'm a straight woman, first of all. So, a bunch of, a bunch of gay dudes and a gay woman went to the... <laughs> Okay, we're gonna we're gonna cut you off there. I'll talk to you when I get home. Bye. Yeah. Um, for me the for me the other thing I remember most, and this still applies today, is going somewhere and forgetting my mask, or just having having to remember your mask. The mask. You know, phone keys, wallet, mask. Like, how, I don't know how many times I've been running out to the Uber and I have to run back in to get my mask, or you know, if I didn't take my car, if I took if someone else drove, I have to run in and get my mask. It's just. I haven't gotten around to fully remembering it every time now, but I'm getting better it's, at it. It's the twenty. It, it's the 2020 version of spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. That, that's, there that's it is, exactly right there. What it is. So uh, I, I've already said before. You know, I am probably going to continue to wear a mask. To be honest, like now that I own masks. Oh, we have so many of them. Now that I own masks, like people in. Um, China and other countries in that area of the world have been wearing masks for years when they've been feeling sick. Yeah, I heard about that, and it actually makes sense. In China, when people would wear them at like airports, it's because they don't feel good. It right. wasn't because they weren't trying to catch something; it's because they weren't trying to give it to somebody else. Right. And so I think that is a. I mean, put it this way: it's not going to happen. It's not going to become commonplace because we already saw how many people raise rose I, a fit about. I it. would say for the next year, though, Ubers, Lyfts. Grocery stores yep. are definitely going to require them. And at the same time, like I said, moving forward, I will continue to wear a mask at least, you know, 
That I mean, that's gonna. I would say wearing a mask is the one thing that's gonna. That's kind of the one remaining like deterrent of COVID that we're just kind of all being like, yeah, that's what we're like. Did you watch the Masters at all today? No. It was packed, but they're all wearing masks. So I mean, unless you're like coughing on somebody, it's fine. You you don't really have to worry. Well, and moving forward, like you said, you know, like if you're sick, you know, if you were sick, you were kind of just like. In the past, you're always just washing your hands. Or like you just like don't shake hands or like Keeping people, your yeah. distance and like moving forward. Like I think anytime I'm feeling under the weather, I'm just going to use a mask. Like I, I don't know why we can't. Like you said, we have them all just laying around. We're not just throwing Why away. can't we adopt that? You know, why can't as a country, why can't we adopt that idea of like, hey, if you're feeling under the weather, just throw a mask on. Like you can still go about your day. You don't have to cool. And it's not, and it's not like it's something where it's like, oh my God, that dude's wearing a mask. Like what, it's what going to be a lot more yeah. normal. Yeah. And so my dad told me for the next couple of years, he's going to wear one just because at this point he's just used to it well and, and here's the other, and here's the other thing you know yes did we get vaccinated yes we we don't know the efficacy of the vaccination we don't know boosters yet we don't you know we also don't know who has and has not been vaccinated you know there's several yeah, you're not walking around with it on your forehead vaccinated. there's several hundreds of thousands of people in this country that are not going to get vaccinated so you know Personally, I'm used to the mask at this point. My biggest complaint about it is that it makes me break out sometimes where it's like rubbing against my face, but such is life. I was just thinking about this. The next full stadium we're going to be in is Auburn, Alabama. And there's going to be a lot of unvaccinated, unmasked people in that. But we'll be vaccinated, which is good. So Pod claps to yep. us. So the last thing we have... God, this has been a COVID-heavy episode. Pulling up that pick. Which... which I mean, but I mean, I'd say since they, I got vaccinated this week, you're getting vaccinated. Since so this week, we've officially you and I have like hit like where we wanted to be. Yeah, like that's kind of where we're at. So, so the last thing we have, we're going back to our kind of pick 'em series. So I'm actually gonna send you another one. Another I'm, one. I'm airdropping to you now. So we're gonna go over. We're gonna go over two of them. You don't like Rick Rose? No, that's DJ Khaled. Whatever. Close enough. All right. DJ Cole. So, so the first one, it says you can only oh, purchase. Send it to me again. Oh, never mind. I got it. You can only purchase one ticket. Oh, hold on. We're going to that other one first? Yes. Yeah, so okay. you can only purchase one ticket. So it's a concert ticket. And here are the individual. Well, how about this? One ticket is kind of lame. Should we make it three? Uh, I don't have that. Where is it? I'm going to send it to you as well. So essentially, as I'm sending this to Justin, what it is, is it's one of those oh, I got classic it. grids. No, I don't. Yep, send it. It's one of those classic grids where it's got nine different pictures, and it says you can only purchase one ticket. I'm making the executive decision to increase this to three tickets because that's more fun. It's top right, David Bowie. Yes. So okay. here is the group of people. You have Bob Marley, Prince, David Bowie, Notorious B.I.G., Michael Jackson, Jimi Hendrix, Tupac, Freddie Mercury, and Whitney Houston. Now... I'm going to say right now, I already know we agree on two of them. Oh, th- there's two on here, and I don't even think it's... I, 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 I could look at this picture for a half a second, and I'd be like, yep, those two. So it's Freddie Mercury and Whitney, and Whitney Houston. Houston yeah. Those are the yeah. two I would have to go to. Like The story I always tell about Whitney Houston is at Robbie S.'s wedding, I want to dance with somebody came on, and my sister looks at my father and says, go find where Matt and his friends are. They love this song. And my dad goes... 
Matt and his friends love Whitney Houston. No chance. And then the train of us come on to the dance. He looks to his left and we're just limboing under each other. You know, we had Ian up as the limbo stick. People are going underneath. So Whitney Houston and Queen are the immediate yeses. I mean, like, and like, it's not like it's one, one A and then like two is way farther down the ladder for me. True. And then the last one personally for me. So it's always going to be a debate. For you know, I don't think you're going to agree with me on this one, but I'm just going to give my rationale. There's always the debate. Like Bob Marley has never done much for me. I would say Bob Marley and Jimi Hendrix and David Bowie are just out. Prince doesn't do much for me either. I know he's from Minnesota, but I think that's the only reason why. I think we, Prince... might, I think we might agree on the third one too. So I've always, no, nah, I don't think we're going to. I've always had a debate between. There's always been a debate between. Tupac and Biggie and mm-hmm. who the best rapper of all time is arguably I I like them both personally I've always leaned towards Biggie's music so okay, for me I'm Tupac yeah so yeah. the notorious B.I.G. I think you I think you have I think one of those two has to be your third one yeah and Michael, Jackson, honest, Michael Jackson is good don't well get me but wrong. you know I don't want to give him money even touching kids and shit but right and, and I think I, Biggie and Tupac are probably two of the best rappers ever I think you would have to go to one of their shows right. if you could. Yep. And, and you know, personally, we both love rap music, so that plays into it. And my other, you know, kind of rationale behind this is that, you know, Michael Jackson and Freddie Mercury are more or less the same person. Yes. They're both massive entertainers. So do you want to go see a individual act in concert or... If you a- saw Tupac like a smaller club, that would absolutely light the house on fire. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... Uh, so the, if you were only going with one, would you go Queen? I, I would have to. There's yeah, way too many. Good I songs. feel like you have to go see Queen. Seeing Don't Stop Me Now or Bohemian Rhapsody in person would that'd be life changing. Well, I mean, we've talked about how many good songs Queen has. We've talked about how their greatest hits album is fantastic, and that's what a concert would be. To be honest, if it came down to one song, though, I might have to go Whitney for I want to dance with somebody. Yeah, that might so, that'd be life. So I just know that we're on the same page. That with the two that we said, the two that we said are. With a bullet one and two, and then we're basically on the same page for number three. The other one I sent over to you, um, it says you have to lose three forever, including any future projects. And these are movie franchises. Is that the way you'd pre- present yes, it? Yes, hundred percent. So here are the here are, here are what they are: Star Wars, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, DC, Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Fast and the Furious, Back to the Future. Avatar, Indiana Jones, Star Trek, James Bond. So you have to get rid of three. Now, I will admit right now, there are one, two, three, four, five of these that I've actually never seen. So this isn't the most ideal one, but I feel like this is more geared towards you because you're a movie buff. So yeah, I've actually, other than like the old Sean Connery, James Bonds, I've seen every movie on here. So what? Yeah. What? Th- I'm gonna throw it to you. What three would you get? Oh, Avatar is absolutely gone. I don't get the hype about Avatar. I think it's actually kind of bad. Avatar is absolutely gone, 100. Um, percent Back to the Future. I don't even know if they're gonna make anything new, so I'd probably get rid of that. So it's just the old, the three old ones, which are really really good, especially the first one. But since I don't think they're gonna be making any new properties, so I'd probably get rid of Back to the Future. Star Wars, Marvel, Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Fast and Furious, Indiana Jones, Star Trek, and James Bond you have to keep. So I'd probably get rid of... Ooh. This is really tough. Maybe DC. 
So my question for you is: They have a bright future. Does DC include like the Dark Knight? I I would say I would say no. If it does, you cannot get rid of it. I was going to say I was considering that that is included because DC is Batman, DC is uh, Man of Steel, DC is. To be honest, I'm probably getting rid of Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford's really old, and they're making one more. So okay, so. For me, I'm gonna. Oh, go I guess down. I got. I guess I got. Oh no, I got rid of three. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go down the line. Star Wars absolutely cannot get rid of. I love Star Wars. Uh, Harry Potter cannot get rid of because I love Harry Potter even more than Star Wars. Uh, Lord of the Rings, A plus movies can't get rid of it. Marvel Cinematic Universe also can't get rid of that because even though I've admitted I'm not the biggest Marvel fan, I have seen plenty of Marvel movies and I've enjoyed most of them that I've seen. Uh, DC, I'm considering that. You know, Batman, the older Batmans are in it, so I'm not going to get rid of that because those are some of my favorite movies ever. Yep. Jurassic Park can't get rid of. I mean, I just watched the, the OG Jurassic Parks of Jeff Goldblum are A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so then it comes down to Fast and the Furious, which admittedly I've only seen two of them. I love those movies. Back to the Future, never seen a single one. James Bond. I can't get rid of... You like Skyfall too much. I love Skyfall. I love... um, um, Casino Royale. Thank you. It was escaping me. And there's a new James Bond coming out that has like every A-list star in it. So you can't get rid of James Bond. Star Trek, I've never seen, have never had interest in seeing movies or TV shows. That's gone for me. Yeah, Star Trek, the movies I really like. Immediately gone. Star Trek, the movies what? I really like them. So Star Trek for me is gone. Well, you haven't seen them though, so that's fair. Correct. So Star Trek is the first one gone. Uh, Fast and the Furious I can't get rid of because um, it's kind of like a cult classic. I, I've seen plus, a couple. Plus, at the end of the day, there will be like 11 of them. Right. Yep. So number two for me, I'm getting rid of Back to the Future because, again, I've never seen them. So Back to the Future. They're, the first one is really, really good. But like I said, there's only three. I don't see them remaking it. Right. So, so Back to the Future is also gone for me. So then I need to decide between Indiana Jones and Avatar which one I'm getting rid of. And for me... I got to be honest, I got to get rid of Avatar. The first time, so Avatar was like, everyone is freaking out. They're like, Avatar. I saw it in 3D. Yeah, Avatar, best movie ever, like breaking box office records. People thought it was amazing. The first couple times I tried to watch Avatar and get through it, I legitimately fell asleep every single time. This is like three or four times in a row. I fell asleep every time. I just couldn't get through it. So I don't understand the hype. You know what? I don't. Are they making another one? I they're have making no, three more. Three more. Okay. I will only see them because. Okay, hold on. So this is making me reconsider my decision because obviously that movie was primarily CGI. Yep. If CGI keeps making improvements over the next well, couple of years, they're making all three of them at the same time right now. So they could be decent. So you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna get rid of Indiana Jones. I was never a huge Indiana Jones fan growing up. I'm gonna. I'm banking on the, the the potential. Of the Avatar movies. True. So I'm, I'm taking a huge so risk. So here's, here's another little variation. If you could only pick one of these, what would you pick? To keep. Oh, to keep? Yeah. Um, for me, it's down to two and it's really fucking hard. For me, it's got to be Harry Potter. I mean, yeah. I, I've, I've, I mean, the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Megan loves Harry Potter like there is no tomorrow. Yeah, every single time we did movie roulette, she nominated yeah, 18 she, Harry Potter So movies. she loves Harry Potter like there's no tomorrow. I would have to choose Harry Potter. The immediate second would have to be Star Wars. For me, it's Marvel with a bullet number one, but Lord of the Rings is really tough to get rid yeah. of. That'd be number two. I so, love Lord of so the Rings. So 
there's I mean there's some really good choices. Yeah. I, you know what? I I'm going to every time I see one of these, I'm just going to continue saving it on my phone because this is a good way to close out each episode. Mm-hmm. Just talk about, you know, these hypotheticals which thankfully we don't have to deal with. But you know what we also should do? Maybe at some point we should um make it a series where we just kind of uh uh watch each of these individual movie series and, you know, kind of do like a, a live recap, a live watch, you so know. So actually, of thing? now that you say it, so uh D mules uh ian w and i have we made it through the entire marvel series we're technically on how many is that like 30 22 jeez so that technically we're on um we kind of have started mission impossible because there's like seven of those we want oh we kind of have we started star wars next so we're on we're on star wars so we've watched i think we've only watched two i think we watched phantom medicine and Tech the okay yep but we're just plowing through well so we will we will talk about that. Maybe that's a new series coming up for us, a new a new segment. Uh, for anyone interested, myself, your your so your two favorite podcast hosts, your favorite podcast host brother named Jake D, and resident Packer fan D Mules are all going to the Twins game next Thursday. If against the the Red Sox, against against the Red Sox, it's I think a twelve ten first pitch. If you are able to swing it and take work off. When we were getting tickets earlier this week, there were a lot of seats open. A lot of seats open. So if anyone wants to go to the game, go buy tickets, let us know you're going, and then meet us at Cowboys for a couple drinks before because it's going to feel so nice to go back to watch live sports. It's going to be so nice to be sitting out in the sun watching a game and, the, and a, good, a good team too. The highlight of it all is you don't have to deal with the oh, excuse me, got to go to the bathroom, got to yeah, get. Nachos. You're the only people in your row. You yeah. are going to be so spaced out. You, I'm going to put my feet up on the seat in front of me. You are literally going to be enjoying outdoor baseball with your closest friends, with no one around you. You're going to be able just to enjoy a game, relax. It's the ultimate definition of chillaxing. So if anyone is interested in going. Uh, let us know that you are because we would love to, you know, meet up for drinks and then uh, meet up after the game. So, Justin, do you have anything to add? No. Uh, if you need your vaccine, go ahead and do it. Uh, a lot of people are getting it. Um, that Minnesota Vaccine Hunter thing that you talked about last week, you really just got to kind of scour just it and just checking. throw zip codes in there. And my dad, we thought we had one at Walgreens and you go in and you didn't have it. It's all about patience. If you have extra time, you know, don't grind your ass to the ground. Grind right. on doing it. But if you can get it, get it, get it all the way. Once you get the first, they automatically schedule the second. It you just get it over with, and there you go. Right. My coworker said. Again. My coworker said he had to get up with the dog the other night, and while he was up watching on the dog, yeah, he was just checking. If found you want to just break your work up, just throw throw some zip codes in there. Or if I, you know, my parents aren't doing anything, so I had them do it. My dad found me one at Costco, so there we go. Found one at one a.m. So. That, there it is. Things are turning around. The weather's getting nicer. Live sports are back. They're having fans at the stadium. Yep. Uh, looking up. People are getting vaccinated. We're, we're coming into the roaring 20s yep. 100 years later. So with that, um, I can't wait for next week's episode, the one-year anniversary. We're going to be a bit toasted when we record, and by a bit, I mean a lot. Yep. Next week is much must-listen as much as this week's is must-listen. Every week is must listen, but right. next week even more so. Uh, if you have nothing else to add, I'm good, baby. We'll get Let's Go Girls one more time. Let's go, girls. And please hit that music.